Lately I've been living on a highlight I've been up so high cause this my lifestyle One thing I'ma tell you about my life I'ma get it, I'ma get it right now yeah. My, my life, right, 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 right Lately I've been living on a high life I've been up so high cause this my lifestyle One thing I'ma tell you about my life God sent a light and it shine down I've been running out of reason not to pray I've been trying to find a time to meditate I've been trying to tell myself that I'm okay I'm finally on the way I know the devil be plotting on me But God got me I know it's angels surrounding me All they stay on me I know my mama's prayer is stronger than any army Throw any weapon my way, man You can't harm me Yeah, living her life in these trenches Time to skydive Put my hand up to the Lord Now that's a high five Finally made it out that water Like I'm tie-dye Used to move like action figures Now we life-size Got no shame, I'm right That chief and later Popeyes Never worry about clock Need to watch Yes, sir. Oh man, we are back. Uh, first of all, okay. before we before we even get into anything, I want to apologize uh, for last week. I know we missed it. Um, but uh, life, yeah, man, life happens. Yeah. Um, can't really apologize for yeah. that, bro. No, I apologize for missing yeah. the show. Not what was going on, but for, for missing the show to the listeners. I we had a little issue in the building. We had an issue in the building. A little issue. And we um, weren't able to get How, how many pods we up right like now? we needed to. Shit, it's like 123 right now. I ain't apologize for shit. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers can go back and listen. I know how it is. But, you, I, you but, on this but we are here to serve you. We are here to serve no, you. Because I got a couple. I, I got some text messages. So I, I right. had to apologize to people that got text messages for. Oh, I was, we, I was giving you the response I was giving the people that, that said. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so last week uh, couldn't make it, but this week we are here, and we're going to give y'all the best that we, we got. We back! Let's do it right, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Easy. To my left. X. To my right. KG from DC. In the middle. Urbanism. In the building, as always. Jay Tudor. Oh, man, right. wonderful to be here once again. I missed y'all last week. I swear. So, full transparency, we were going to do the podcast last week. Uh, I was on assignments, um, and things happened. Couldn't be here. Uh, but we are with y'all once again today. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, y'all appreciate the... the. We had an act of the, God. Oh, you ain't... You don't even do that, bro. <laughs> we had an act well, of God. Oh, man, we do. We do. Lord have mercy. Um, Hex, how you feeling? Man, um, I'm super good. Uh Super blessed. Want to say that? Want to put that in the ethos? Uh, so grateful for the new opportunity I have. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, challenging. It is uh, something I've been uh, I've needed because uh, I was telling you I was working from from home and doing something different and uh, wasn't around people and it was and it was having an impact, bro. So. Not only do I have uh, the ability to have some some colleagues and some people to speak to throughout the week, but I have uh, new opportunities come my way, and it's just uh, everything I was I was looking for, um, and and then I got the pod, yeah, and uh, and I know there's so much that needs to be spoken on and, and talked about, and so I'm super good, eager to be. I'm grateful to be here, blessed to be here, and uh, and humble to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Irv, how you feeling? 
I'm maintaining, bro. Like, uh, it's a lot of life happening right now. A lot of peaks and valleys. I mean, it's like Heck said, it's got, I got a lot to be thankful for. <clears throat> uh, blessed in so many ways. Fortunate in so many ways. Um, but a lot of the emotional stuff going on, you know, it's just, just like I said, maintaining. One day at a time, bro. One day at a time. And um, I'm, I'm going to get to KG in a minute, but we will have a conversation outside and, uh, you know, um, Life, life will start to fight and you won't even know it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll be going along, everything good, and then life will like throw a punch. You'll be like, "What the what? What happened?" And life will be like, "Yeah, we yeah, it's up." And you won't even be, you won't even realize what's going on until you're in it. But the good thing for uh, you know, people who have people in their corner, you have to have a cut man. And you have to have people, you have coaches, you have people in your life that are there for you who will hold you down and be in the corner like, yo, this is going on, but we here for you. And hopefully and prayerfully, everybody listening to our show has somebody in their life. They have a cut man. They have a coach. They have somebody in their life that can be for them, be there for them and uh, be able to, to help them through uh, the difficult times. I hope. I pray that for everybody who listens to the show. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. I, I pray that for all of y'all. KG, how you feeling? All right. So obviously, my man was watching Lomachenko fight when I was. But, uh, <laughs> <The fact>. uh, <laughs> sticky move. <laughs> anyway, um, nah, life is definitely punching me right now. But uh, the whole life, whole thing about having a family is being able to depend on people, mm. and uh, as much as your ego might not want you to lean on them. That's what they're there for. And you got to learn that. And that's one of the hardest lessons for men, period. So how am I doing? I'm hanging. But how I see it is I'm growing. So that's how we're supposed to do this. This is how we are trying to do this. Um, rest in peace to uh, Tina Turner. Yes, absolutely. Um, for people who have gone through it like they gone through it um and therefore ain't no need for me to complain but i'm still angry and ready to pop absolutely absolutely jr how you feel hey um man um to go back on what kg is saying shout out to anime bullock uh as we know as tina turner uh, man, and uh, we lost a good one this week and i want to give an early shout out i know it's, it's not a shout out point was an early shout out, and um, you know, if you guys look over my, over over your shoulder, mm-hmm. he made she made it to our Mount Rushmore of uh, before death, before death, yes, yes, and it, maybe it was something that was itching that she she came up on our Mount Rushmore maybe two weeks two look weeks ago. It. All right, let's let's not put it that way because now we're gonna be worried that Sade go past. Let's let's not no do no, that no, no no <laughs> no no no. Saying, but it, but if you don't, it's it, 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 the Mount Rushmore is adjustable. And that's and that's a, like a theme for life, you know. It, you can't be afraid to say today I thought this way, tomorrow I think, and so everything is ever moving mm-hmm. in our lives mm-hmm. and ever changing. And I'm glad that right now, as we get into this pod tonight, is that she's, you know, right behind the in maestro, mm-hmm. right go. behind the maestro Absolutely. on the wall. Absolutely, easy. How you doing? Um, wonderful, uh, wonderful. Had uh. A great weekend last weekend. Um, had uh, prom for my oldest. Uh, she's eighteen. Speak on it, man. I rem- so, oh, man. Um, 
Let me not get off on a, on a tangent. Oh, no. Go on a tangent because Is it? I need, if I were not here and didn't know you, and you said you had a great weekend oh. and your daughter went to prom, oh, I would man. be curious so, as hell how that turned out to be great. So, um, so I had to I had to drive to Baltimore for my daughter's my oldest daughter's prom, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I get there and you know I see her and she comes downstairs and she has on like a regular clothes. She has like bonnet on and you know I see regular dress. She had like big baggy sweatpants on and a hoodie and all that. Baltimore clothes, cool. Yeah, she has all that. With all the kids, yeah, all the kids wear it. They wear like hoodies and sweatpants I'm just all the time. Baltimore, right? <laughs> I'm all just showing the Baltimore. That's what they wear. That's like a uniform now, right? Right. So she comes down, speak. Hey, how you doing? Blah 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 blah. Yeah, okay. I'm get dressed. Okay, cool. Um, she goes upstairs and she comes downstairs and she has she her hair is immaculate, her makeup, her mm. dress, her mm. shoes, just everything mm. is just amazing. And I'm looking at her, and the only thing that I could think of is when she was a baby, and uh, she was in a NICU for the first two weeks of her life, mm-hmm. and I remember her as a child with like a tube in her nose right. and um. You know, uh, being in a little glass case, you know what I'm saying, with the monitors on. That's, mm. And that's the only thing I can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That's all I see when I look at her. And now when I look at her as a grown woman at 18 about to graduate, I just, I'm just like. <laughs> Game over, man. Crazy. Yeah, man. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, this is. And she's so much like you. Yeah, she is. Lord have mercy. She is. Uh, annoyingly so. But it's it's not not annoyingly. She, she, annoyingly yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, the, yeah. In a good way. the temperament and the, you know, thinking she knows everything, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. But when I see her, I look at her, I'm just like, this is, this is not even black excellence. This is excellence. This is, this is the goal. This is the goal, and when you're when you're a parent and you're, you're you're trying to raise your kids the right way, and you're bringing them up to a certain age, and when you see them at a certain point, it's just like you reflect and you're like, "Wow." This is the referendum on all the hard things and hard feelings and hard situations mm-hmm. that you mm. had to go through to get her here, mm. and then to be like, "Oh, this is the result." This is it. Yeah, this is it. I know. Um, Irv, I, I don't want to speak like I was the only one. I know Irv had a at a prom situation to deal with no with his oldest. And I don't know if you if you felt the same way, but with her it was I was kinda like it was it was sweet, but it was bittersweet. You know what I'm saying? It was bittersweet because it was like I understand that I'm the parent and you look up to me for guidance, but at the same time it's like you're your own person now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a different that's a different perspective that I had. Another stage in the game. At this right, at this age versus her being a child and just being like, all right I know you think you know what you, but this is what, it, and now it's just like I gotta listen to you, right? Yeah, you know was, what I'm for me it was the first time of of actually coming to grips with, like you said, your your little girl is a is a lady now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's, and it's and not seeing her in that way or seeing her in that way for the first time. I mean, you're so proud at the process, but then again, it's like that part of you that's like. I wish my baby would never grow. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know, it's just the reality of it, and uh, you know, but but to see the smile on her face and um, the happiness in her accomplishment, getting that mm-hmm. far, and, mm-hmm. and being excited about the next part of the of her journey, <clears throat> uh, of our journey, you know, it's just it's humbling. It's um, it's it's a blessing, mm-hmm. um, and you're excited, but it. 
you know, you, you're concerned about, you know, what's next. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Defense that. is up. Yeah. Yeah. Ask JR. You know? right. Yeah, yeah, JR. I know you. Yeah, man. Been there. Yeah, yeah. JR's been, he's been down this path uh, further than us. And it, it really hit me um, when, when we were there. Uh, and full transparency, my, my you know, my daughter has a, a issue with overstimulation. Right. So she has an issue with it. Right. <clears throat> so she's there. And all of her friends, all of her family are there and, you know, we're having a good time. But everybody's attention is on her. Right. And I can see her, like, starting to have an issue. I feel it. Mm-hmm. So when I look at her, I just, it's this thing we do, like, we breathe and we bring our hands up and then we bring them down and then we spread them out. That's how we calm down. Because mm-hmm. I taught her that when she was little. Mm-hmm. So she was there and I could see it and I just... Mm-hmm. Brought my hands down, and she looked at me, and she did the same thing, and it was like, God, man, it was like, mm, oh, she, she man. She still got it. She's still, she still my little girl. Right. Like, it's in there. You grown, but you're still my little girl. It's like, I, it. I got you. So it was, it was a blessing, man. This um, this weekend was a- Yeah, be- beautiful pics, by the way. Thank you. Both, Appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, 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 both young ladies yeah, look yeah, Both amazing. young ladies absolutely. were beautiful. Absolutely. Beautiful oh, black man. queens. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, we're going to, uh, enough reminiscing and-, and Doing all that, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. Let's go. Um, first topic, subject of the day. Uh, we brought up a few pods ago, really quickly. Um, I think it maybe was like a, a a segment or half a segment. Uh, the debt ceiling, and I'm not really too sure how many. I I, I feel like our listeners will be kind of familiar with what the debt ceiling is. I do just arrogantly. I feel like the people that listen to us and rock with us know what the debt ceiling is. I don't know if I'm wrong for that. Um. But the, sure, because <laughs> that's not a really a sexy topic. It's right, not, you know what I'm but, saying? So okay. I just want to make sure we, let's go there. Let's okay, go, let's, we'll, we'll, let's start from the from we'll the bottom. There. All right, I'm gonna give y'all an analogy, and this is an analogy that um that I heard. I thought that was super dope. Um, so imagine instead of a country, it's a person, right? And that person spends they 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 pay their bills with they with their credit card. <laughs> right so they have a credit card instead of their paycheck they spend their money and they they pay their bills with a, a credit card mm-hmm. well your credit card is about to get maxed out but at any time you can just call and be like hey man i want some more money on my spending limit on my credit card and then you can get it raised and then you can pay it if, like that if they agree yes all right well, that's that's the part i want to add into this so instead of thinking of think of them as people but think of them as uh, a husband and a wife. It doesn't mean that you don't have more credit. Right. It simply right. means that one person who is in charge of the funds, male, female, whatever you want to be, the husband or the wife, mm-hmm. has set a goal. And the goal is you don't go above this mm-hmm. on the amount of credit the you take yeah. out yep. for the and year, I, and yeah. I and I state yeah. and I state that specifically because we have hit the same, we have hit a debt ceiling almost universally every time oh, yeah. for every president yeah, we've had for innumerable amount of years. Mm-hmm. Don't take this as one president is better or worse than the other. Right, right, it right. simply is something that is continuous in the way that it goes, mm-hmm. and the debt ceiling is not congress with the amount of money or tax income that we bring in mm-hmm. it is um it is the way that you and i and all of us in america take care of our debt mm. 
yes, you make a certain amount of money. You don't spend that amount of money on a on a yearly basis. Right. Instead, you bring in a certain amount of money and you kind of know what you're going to bring in. And then you decide, okay, so I have good credit, so I'm going to do certain things mm-hmm. and I'm going to expand this way. This is how we buy houses, cars, and everything else. For the people who live in Africa and other worlds that decide to not act in this way, which is way more responsible. Anyway, they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just like when we got off the gold standard. Anyway, we're not going to get in too deep, but we want you to get an idea of what a what a debt ceiling really case. is about. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea is that you actually have a certain amount of money and that America up to, oh, I don't want to throw out a year because it was fairly recently. America had a triple A rating, mm-hmm. which means that you have the best debt of any country in the world, and that's where it's going to be. Best credit. Best, yeah, you best, pay best your credit, bills. We pay it our yeah. bills for years. Debt credit, and I, I misspoke, but it is about yeah. the actual credit level that we had, which was AAA, and then that dropped to AA, which means your interest goes up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you don't still have the ability to, 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 buy, to get more money, it simply means it's going to cost you more. And people will tell you that, oh, man, China owns everything in America, and that's what it is. Well, actually, Japan yeah, owns Japan more of more. our debt yeah, than, than China does. And, again, it's not that that means everything, but it does mean that it's not what everyone is telling you when you hear it on the news. So the the the... The bottom line, I guess, for the you know for the common man, for the, for the the regular folk who are just going about their lives, um, if we do not raise the debt ceiling, we're going to default. We were going to default with the bills that, and it's weird talking about America with bills, right? It's right. it's kind of weird. It's like yeah, America has bills that we have to pay. If we don't raise the debt ceiling, we're going to default with the bills that we owe, and if we go into the default with the bills that we owe, just like a regular person. Guess what? Your interest rate is going to go up. Your credit score, just like you said, with the AAA yes. and double, yes. it's going to go down. And so the confidence in you paying your bills is going to go down. So if we do that, you're going to look at your credit uh, your credit card statement one day, and oh yeah, you had a you had thirteen percent. Yeah, it's going to be like thirty three percent. Your mortgage was three percent. Yeah, your mortgage is going to be thirteen percent. Right. It's going to go crazy, and this is unprecedented. Well, it's let's never happened. let me put it a different way for the common man. The country has a certain amount of money available, and we ran out of money. We're going to we, run out of money. We're, we're going to. And, and we're, based on the fact that we've already allocated dollars towards certain things, we are going to run out if we don't agree to allow there to be more money put into our piggy bank. Mm-hmm. Right now, we haven't lost our credit rating. Not we yet. We still are AAA. Not yet. Double A. We are. We're still double A. We are triple A. I'm going to send it to you. We are AAA. However, if we do not pay, we will go to AA. As in fact, it quotes, America's top credit rating could be downgraded if the government defaults. Defaults. Defaults, yeah. Okay, and and in their words, edges over, Mm. meaning... If you spend more than we have and aren't able to pay back what you owe, 
the reason why it's important, and I know you're thinking, well, what's it got to do with my job? Mm, yep. Everything. That, that's that's Everything. the common part where I'm, I'm so upset why they haven't put it on TV every day. Instead of just treating it with a topic like debt ceiling, you need to tell people, let me tell you how quickly your whole world would change. If you think you're, a com- you're comfortable in America now, if we really don't put the money together to pay the bills and be put in a different position, what would happen is we would find ourselves a little more like Mexico. You think that the wheel keeps turning with people buying, therefore the companies have and can continue to invest in each other? Have you looked around with all these unemployment signs? Mm. Are you really paying attention? Are you looking at all the all the shopping centers that have four or five stores that have gone away? Are you paying attention? What has happened is we have spent money on certain things that certain groups have fought for. We've either increased that that particular company or that particular interest budget, and it took away it took away money from something else that would have been more. Uh, uh, vital to the community or to your particular neighborhood, and, and as a country, it's it's piece by piece, city by city, thing by thing, organization by organization. You will chump it off at the beginning because you've always lived your life with someone paying your own bills, and now they're telling you the truth is we're not generating enough revenue. That's that's really where it comes from. So the question isn't, well, won't they produce some more money? Or just agree to spend some more money. The problem is, we're, why aren't we able to have that revenue available and put back into the system to make the wheel go around and people are completely aware, uh, unaware of it? And I get it because we don't want to panic. We still want them all and cable and our cars and whatever else we spend on and the restaurants and the things Mm-hmm. But this is real, yeah. and it, and I understand we can, we're so cute to trip to chump it off. Like, man, just spend. Come on, and I and I get the problem. With, I, I'm sure if you caught some of these these political shows, what has happened is the discussion is about where we spend the money. Yeah. So yes, we actually have the money. The problem is what the what, there's two sides fighting for where the money should be spent, and at the end of the day. Neither one needs as much as they're asking for, but if you don't ask for it as much as you do ask for, then what happens is they give you less, and then you're not sure if you can really do what you told your constituents you could do with the amount of money you said would be available. So money is a funny thing. It it, it fluctuates. Uh, I'm sorry. It, it Money is a funny thing. It, it kind of fluctuates. And so my my question is, how judicious were we in, in in what we did? Um, so, in other words, if something is costing you $2,000, some people would say, hey, if you didn't pay X amount of interest, but if it had to be done at that time, then to me, the debt is kind of justified that you're, that you're accruing. So the, the question becomes, I, I know a lot of times we say, like, we're in this particular state. I think it's more careless spending rather than. Um, but you know, we're always asked to tighten our belt mm-hmm. at a certain point in time, and I, that's the question about this country: Can we actually tighten our belt when it's time to tighten our belt, knowing that the deed was done? 
okay? Because sometimes some things have to be done at a particular place at a particular time. And sometimes if you overspend for something to me, in my opinion, that ultimately becomes worth the while down the road, then it's like, you know, ultimately you're going to pay now or you're going to pay later. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And the question is, are we just simply saying we're paying later? But the question is, have we been judicious with what we have what we have put out there to the point where ultimately we're going to say it was worth it to 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 be in this situation? So I, I can't just look at this as a black and white um, blanket statement that because numbers are so deceiving sometimes mm-hmm. it, it, because you got you got to talk about time you got to talk about numbers and, and I know math is a very exact science so it's if if ultimately you spent x amount and then you expect to get x amount then it's going to be what it's going to be the question is to me the jury's still out as to was it a situation where we were in a situation where we had to do what we had to do at the time. Well, all right. So, so let me explain the the problem uh, with the debt ceiling. So, uh, in order to increase the debt ceiling, it has to go through the legislature, right? It has to go to Congress. They mm-hmm. have to agree. Power of the purse, right? They have to they have to agree that this is what we're going to raise our debt ceiling to. So, let me go back to my originality, right? So, let's say you pay all your bills with your credit card, right? So when it comes time to increase the amount of your credit card, all you have to do is call the bank and say, hey, I want to increase the amount of my credit card. But in your household, your wife wants you to spend money on cable. You want to spend money on uh, McDonald's uh, memberships and food. Mm -hmm. Right. You want to spend money on that. And your kids say, okay, well, we need f- fast Wi-Fi. Like, that's what we need. So everybody has this thing that they want to make sure that they spend a majority of the money on. But you have to agree before you decide that you're going to raise the debt ceiling. Well, right now, all of the kids. And you have 50 kids. Right. <laughs> right. You got 50 kids. Everybody is like, well, we don't need to spend money on uh, your thing. Disney Disney Plus. We need to spend this on Grubhub. Or we need to spend this. That's where the legislation is right now. We have to agree on what we want to spend the money on going forward before we decide to raise the debt ceiling. And it's just, it's a shit show. This is all some bullshit. I'm, so, I'm so about to say. About- all of this is some bullshit. First of all, these are bills that we have already incurred. This isn't new spending. This is stuff that we've already obligated ourselves to. That's how to. they sell it. Why is it that this was not a conversation the entire time that 45 was in, uh, in the presidency? I, this is just a curiosity. Because he was that, running up the no, no, no. He was cutting uh, revenue exactly. by, running up the the tax co- by, by cutting the, um, the, the taxes for Program. the rich folks. Yeah. And then he made the temporary tax cuts for the middle class and the poor folks to make it seem like they were getting the same thing, even though the rich folks' uh, tax cuts were permanent. This this is about the Republicans having no real power, and this is the only thing that they can do to act like they're actually doing something responsible, which which which, which in the grand old scheme of things is very irresponsible, because like all of y'all have identified, this affects not not just our our country's credit rating this is, uh, will affect us globally okay mm. if, if these if if the republic if the poor conservative people that 
routinely vote against their own interests, thinks that inflation is bad now. After and, and They have no idea what's coming. They have no idea. What makes it worse is their representatives, specifically MTG and Matt Gates, people like that have the nerve to say uh, – most Americans, and you know when they're talking about Americans, they're just talking about conservatives. Most Americans aren't even concerned with the debt ceiling. Well, as a representative, that's your fault. You're supposed to have your constituency uh, up to date and knowing what the hell is going on and, and that this is something that's important and that this is something that needs to be taken care of. Yeah. You should actually be coming out with honest plans outside of saying, you go. well, you need to cut everything, but I'm not going to say that I, I'm going to cut any of my programs or any of the programs in my state, all of the majority of which are states that we have to lend money to. to. So for you to have the audacity to say that is just amazing to me. But then on top of that, you're trying to act like this isn't something that you know is detrimental to our country. You know it's something that we've done year after year after year, and you're making it into something bigger than it needs to be specifically for partisan purposes. All right, so for one thing, we have already established that MTG's real name is Mask, and we're not going to keep <laughs> Rocky Dennis. Hey, we're not KG, calling her. We're going, we going to hell for this whole thing. I'm, just, I'm with it. First of all, I am never going to hell for describing that woman. Second of all, the devil is real. Second of all, um, when we talk about lining pockets, Every law that gets passed, everything that goes through is about ballooning something for individual states. We all see this happening, and then uh, Republicans and Democrats go through this dance that they do to show who has the biggest peacock feathers and who can decide to push something through. The debt ceiling, again, I want to specify the fact that it's a decision made on how much debt we can accrue. It mm-hmm. is not something that will stop you from doing anything. It is simply the, our idea on, hey, this is how far we should go mm-hmm. this year because it happens every year, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of who the president is. Understand that the income and the income tax and multiple taxes, because it's not just income tax. Don't take that uh, specifically. It has to do with multiple taxes that go across the board around America. And those taxes add toward the amount of income that America gets. And we could actually live on that if we wanted to. But we've decided many years ago, especially after wars and any type of displacements, Mm -hmm. displacements include uh, national disasters. They include uh, wartime. They include... um, when the uh, when the system just falls apart. So let's say you happen to have a president that puts you into a deficit, and then on top of that, you happen to have COVID. I'm not saying that happened during 45, but it did. But it did. Um, and then you have that situation, and then that person wants to run again and tell you that, see, if they had just listened to me, it would have happened, it would have worked. They're lying to you. But that's fine. You decided already that you want to believe this person. Cool. What you're not understanding about debt ceiling and why we can talk to people and say, hey, why don't you understand or want to have this recompense conversation with the people that that serve under you? It's because they don't want to have to explain how they want to continue to rack up these debts 
of overpaying for things and giving all these new missiles and new planes, mm-hmm. even though we are well ahead of almost 100% of the world. Mm-hmm. We definitely have, I want to say, 20 times the bombs of everyone in the world. But let's just talk about the things, the competitive things that we no longer do anymore, like fight hand-to-hand. Mm-hmm. Like That's not really the way the world no. works anymore, but we're not going to get into all of that. We're just going to speak on the things that just cost money all the time. Um, we spend an absorbent amount of money on our military. That's not even including our spy work and everything else, even though Israel has the best spy work in the world and they are tiny as hell and probably about the size of Texas. Reflex. Maybe, maybe, maybe Alaska. Reflexing. Let's just say Israel's the size of Alaska. That country by itself has a better spy work than anything else in the world and we are overspending all these things to simply catch up to them in that way because we want to fund Lockheed Martin. We want to fund all these other things. We want to make sure that it's not important that uh, all our uh, all our uh, uh, streets get, get taken care of and things like that. We're willing to cut all that but the here is the point and I'm, I'm going to bring this point together. What everyone will put on the line, and this is the Democrats' response and the only um, big joker they have in their pocket. If you take away from Social Security to do this, which is the biggest pot, one of the, one of the biggest pots out there, mm-hmm. then you are disrespecting not only veterans, but anyone who's bought into it. And that is the only thing that ever stops Republicans from going overboard and absolutely screwing the whole system. Yeah, and that's that's one of the uh that's one of the caveats, that's one of the, the, the cuts that is on the table that we know is uh uh I'm not gonna say a firecracker, but that's a no, hot that's a hot button. Oh, that's they, a hot the, button. The Republicans only believe in, in cutting social programs or, oh, yeah. or programs that they think that they can say are handouts to some people, even though the vast majority of people receiving their handouts vote for them. Vote for them. You know, that that's that's just <laughs> between that and the fact that another thing that makes me realize that this how partisan this issue is is forty five was asked himself, why is it that it wasn't an issue or that you you're telling um, Republicans to hold the line now that 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 you're not the president. And exactly. He said because I'm I'm not the president. It's like, <laughs> but, 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 so so you're doing this for your partisan people. Yes. You're not doing this for the American. I mean, even though, like I said before, the American people to them is the their Citizen. conservative voters. So, here's the problem: people aren't truly invested in knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on. You haven't you didn't you haven't Googled it. No. You don't know where the money's spent. You talk like you do. It's easy to talk like you do versus be knowledgeable and be able to back it up with facts. Mm-hmm. Now if you heard someone else say it and you repeat it, then that just makes you a crony. Because mm. everybody got ears who have ears. But that don't make it true. You don't know when someone brings up as KG brought up the government that We've we've heard those those expressions used before when it comes to the military. Right. We have three times the amount of military as other people, blah, 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 fucking blah. Second. But you don't know what it takes to motherfucking make the motherfucking military what it is to keep your motherfucking bitch ass safe. Mm. You're clueless. Mm. You can't speak on a number because you're clueless. Flexing. What you're repeating is what you heard. And I don't mind saying it to anybody. You're repeating what you heard. You know it works in your household for your budget. 
You know how much you can spend to still pay for this, this, and that, and still get some Popeyes on Friday. If you don't know the number, you can't really speak on it. If you didn't ever care, you can't act like you do now if you even know what the debt ceiling is. That's number one. All right, so let's be let's keep it a hundred in the notion that you don't even know where the where the United States money is even spent on. Yeah. So stop acting like you know where the fucking money is spent. You don't. But the problem is you don't. Yeah. So if we get to a point where your life your livelihood is threatened, wouldn't you at least like to know where the fucking money is spent? And if you're speaking on it and don't know where the money is spent, then you're hop- then you're giving me what a guess. A thought, a feeling, but that doesn't come with fact. It doesn't come with facts at all. You now we've heard about the golden toilets, right? That they get budgeted in. That's that's something you can throw in there. But you can't tell me how much it costs to keep you safe. You can't speak on that. How much is your how many how many how many people keeping you safe is worth it per day? Yeah. And so if you don't know where the other money is spent, right? That means you're really not invested in knowing where your country's money is spent at all. And the problem what we should have as a nation is there should be something, as I spoke about before, we need to have something that every month we almost, you know how you get your monthly, uh, your monthly bill, your your monthly statement Statement, from your bank? The same thing should happen to the country for all Americans. You get the monthly statement. It tells you what was spent on what. Now, the problem is how deep are you going to go to find out what these certain things mean and where that money went to? Because I understand it seems simplified for you to act like they spent what on libraries last year? They spent what on parks last year? And it it sounds noble to say we need our roads done and this and this and that. But if you don't know how much money is allocated to do it, you know, like again, you, if you got $20 in your damn, in your account, you know how much Popeyes you can buy and can't buy. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, then you can't say, I can't believe they spend the money on A, B, C, and D if you don't know how much it costs for the other things. So it's simply stated what you're saying in so many ways, Hex, is the term, the debt ceiling, is only relevant if it's relevant before it becomes relevant. So in other words, if they're saying the debt ceiling, we should have been talking about this before. If you if you weren't talking about it before. Oh, we were. Before Some were. And the majority were before, not. Before it becomes sexy, And that's all things. Because, because of the thing. Oh, no. Now, no, UDK was. Yeah. We, yes, we, we spoke were. on this. We were. But here, here's someone's calling for the bread yeah. for the thing that you bought before. Or you have a certain thing that you, you wanted to buy, but you ran out of money. Your card note is due, right? But you don't have any more money in the bank, so you can't make your payment. Right. Yep. And but somebody said, but I thought buying a car was a good idea right now. It is for the president to get him from A to B. And he does need a helicopter to get him from A to B. He does need a, a, a protection to make sure he's safe. But how? But you didn't know how much that would cost, so you can't speak on it. it because all you know is that there's a budget that's created. There's a budget that's it created. It doesn't every- matter until it does. Well, all down. There yeah. you go. And, and that's and, and that's and, only but see but the problem is you should have known you were almost out of money. Right. You should have known you was a, 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 a check away from out of money. But two checks from out of but you didn't know any of that. But you know what? Most of the country most of the, so this is the wild shit. Most of the country lives check to check. Without a doubt. On a on a 
individual basis. Hold up. Throw out a number. So mm-hmm. an, an adjustable number for what people understand what most of the country It's like 90% yeah, of the it's, country. It's literally like 90% literally. of the country. It's if over. they missed a check. Yes. Yeah. If they missed a check, they'd be homeless. Like that's what, that's what we are. Well, uh, I think it's two and a half, but I'm just to be exact. Yeah. But we'll, I'll look it up. Not not one check because right. you know the debtors don't really come. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's make it more. <laughs> let, let's they gonna give you let, some time for to put you on the street. Hey, <laughs> let, let's make it more real than homeless because most people can't conceive of themselves being homeless. Ninety plus percent of the population cannot take a one thousand dollar bump. Mm, yep. One bad thing happens and they have to put up a thousand dollars. They can't take that without going into default. Yep. Now default doesn't mean you're on the no. street the next week. It means that you already are in a problem that you cannot solve. Let's yes. understand it in that way. I'm and, sorry. And, and, I, and I think and someone mentioned either it was in the State of the Union address or something like that, where someone mentioned like the average American does not have Four hundred dollars for an emergency if something happened. That's I couldn't hear it because Mask was saying something about somebody lying. But that, but that's fact. <laughs> but that's fact. So <laughs> if you think the majority of the country is like that, and then you also find out that the country is like that, like it's different. Okay, most of the people that live in your neighborhood is like that, but the country is like, yeah. So yeah, we in the same boat. Just imagine. But it's self inflicted though. I mean, it's so it, oh, it yeah. is. You wouldn't yeah. sit there and say. I am not going to raise my debt limit right now. Got to right, do if that. I could. But what I would say is, it, it the, the problem isn't the you. It's like you're out. We have people who are outraged only in hindsight, and then we have people who chose not to be involved when they could be involved. Yeah. You have t- people who, and here's and I want to make I want to definitely put this in the ethos. I understand that your personal feelings about it won't change the scenario. But you know how you don't get fooled at Three Card Monty? When you know there's a guy who plays on this corner a game called Three Card Monty. So you you have to decide at some point you're willing to at least be aware mm. of how things work. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're the savior. That's not what this that's not what this topic is about. Why aren't Americans out there black? Come on black folks. Come on. What's up? What's wrong with y'all? The debt ceiling's here. No, no, no. What we're saying is, did you know that our country was was in a position where they were vulnerable? Yep. Did you know that there's money being spent in ways that it shouldn't be spent? Do you know whether or not you voted for someone who has spent some of our money in such a way Ooh. that doesn't benefit our country? Because it- that impacts how you vote when you're aware. When you're aware, you do better. You when you know better, you do better. It's for real. Because there's a there's a there's a president that had more. He created more debt than, than any president in history. Come on, I, I forget. Damn. And we got some. And we got people he right was, now for, fighting to bring him back. And he was tripping, tripping over themselves. And, and he was on the town hall. Clown back. He was on the town hall. Seeing mm-hmm. I forget. Is it Sam? Forty. I think it's, it ends in, his last name ends in an F. Yes, it does. His, well, the it, way it's originally it, spelled, it's ends in an F. Drunk, actually, drunk. actually, the way I say it starts with an F. But anyway, um, <laughs> what I was going to say was that um, let me put some things in perspective because <laughs> I want y'all to understand something when when, when we talk about debt ceilings. Um, there are two countries who have a relative debt ceiling together that are extremely high. It is America and Denmark. Denmark has about 5.8 million people and America has 
330 plus million people. So I say that to say that Denmark spends about 10% of their debt ceiling on a national basis regularly. America upstairs every year. Now, America is teetering on $29 trillion. I say that with a T. Don't mm-hmm. confuse this with Bezos. $29 trillion worth of debt. Understand these things and be able to encapsulate this in your mind when you're having this conversation. These are decisions that we make. This is what we do. But we don't have to be in a debt ceiling every year. The way that Denmark understands that we don't have to reach for the ceiling every year. We simply can live on what we do. They have no interest in pushing it every time. They just simply understand, oh, we can do what we want to do. That's our problem and our ego. You know, this um this whole situation with uh, the Republicans versus the Democrats and all this shit, this is really just an extension of the culture war. Mm-hmm. If you really what look at this extension of, of culture war, this is we want these people to be demonized and we don't want to pay for what they do. But at the same time, in reality, the people who vote for us, y'all get the same thing. But look at these people. Mm-hmm. This is an extension of culture war. And if we don't start, like Heck was saying, if we don't start to vote in our own interests and some of the people, if if you're listening to this and you know somebody that votes against their own interests, please send them this. Yeah. Please send them this. That's it. <clears throat> because at the end of the day, it's not worth it, and it's going to it it it's going to come back on you. It's it's not karma, but how would you feel if our country crumbled in such a way that you felt the impact, and your vote contributed to it? Fuck that. How would you feel if your parent? who went to the Vietnam War is no longer getting their benefits mm. or their medical Talk about- in the way they should be because your your person that you voted for decided that it was more important that they won an election. Because the person you voted for was more entertaining. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, man, we up on it. Um, wonderful segment. I'm going to definitely need a drink after that. Uh, I know the death ceiling isn't really, like Hex was saying, it's not sexy. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's not explosive. It's not emotional. But guess what? Uh, if this shit go left, yeah. Is Skid Row sexy? You was oh, worried man, about man. how much them eggs was costing about three or four months ago? See how Speak on it. Speak on it. $15 a cut. It'd be selling eggs on the corner. I told you. I got eggs. I told y'all to get me a chicken. I told y'all to get me a chicken. Don't ask where I got it from. Buy, buy your next house at 10% interest. See, see how sexy that, that bitch is. Hell yeah. Hex, give me one. U D K. Criminals, MJ would sing about Only hit me late at night What a tease I think it might be fate The two of us meet We got a good thing You got me for your needs Then bought your day Then we side to the sheets Honestly, hope you don't call me next week Tell me you love me Cause I'd have to leave I'm just
Digging that. Oh, That's man. a vibe right there. Shout a little to, bounce. Shout out to Dende. Um, he got it back to back. So the, the the one that we went out from the last segment and then this one was the same dude. So That shout sounds like May. May? This is May. Yeah, there it you sounds go. like May. There you go. It there sounds you, like yeah. the right, like, oh. The right vibe, I yeah. might have the summertime vibe good. Yeah. Um, Dende had, so uh, there will probably be a lot more songs from him. Um. Those are just the ones I like the best, but th- yeah, I just found out about him. Don't say the best, like they. Oh no, it's more to come. Oh, it's more to come. It's yeah. more to come. Yes. Um, we back. Uh, we bike. So, um, during the week, uh, we usually like to put uh articles into the group chat. Um, you know, things that stand out, uh, right. things that get our attention. Um. Y'all have no idea how many how many, things, how many yeah. articles go yes. into the group chat. Um, but there was one article in particular uh, that stood out that's going to flow into another topic that we have. Um, it has to do with social media. Uh, Hex, if you could just take us through it real quick, because I know you actually <clears throat> put it into the group chat and we had a, a lively debate about the subject. But if you could take us through it real quick. Right. Um, what happened was a young man uh, named Job Morant who is a excellent basketball player, an NBA basketball player, as we speak. And this young man is unfortunately being young, made some choices and decisions to put himself on social media, displaying a gun at the time. He got suspended for a few weeks based on previously doing so and then did so again. Now, some people blame the friends for even showing it, but the truth was this is what was happening. 
he is now suspended from all activities at the Memphis Grizzlies facilities. He has now had his shoe taken off. Nike. The shelf. Yeah. The John Morant ones. Right? $200 million deal. Now, I'm assuming he already got the money. So, how 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 it works from this point, I don't know. But this is what he put in risk so that he could show society that he was still cool. He was still down. He was he was a real one. He was a player. He don't play that. He got one of those. If you want it. Now, that's how I see it as a black man. Because I know easy one of the things that you brought to the table was in the state of Tennessee. And he lives in Memphis, Tennessee. You can brandish a weapon. Open, open carry. carry. Open yep. carry. Yep. Open carry. So the idea of him choosing to do so <clears throat> was just a, a a symptom of where he happens to reside. The only difference is in my eyes, and only my eyes, because the young man put out a tweet this week. This is why we're going there. He put out a tweet this week that he was saying, you know, bye to his mother. He was saying bye to his father. He was saying bye to his daughter. And then he had a picture of himself turned with his back to the gate, you know, being a picture of his back saying bye. And so they sent someone to his home wondering if police. If he, yeah, welfare right, check. Welfare check. Welfare check, yeah. Verify. Are you okay? What's going on, man? And as people, as the tweets went out and the and the and the, and the news ran with the story, but you know, what I'm saying here's someone who seems like they're they have they're crying for help because who tells somebody bye other than someone who wants the people to get the message that I'm saying bye in right? their life, yeah, right. And if it's that serious, but what we have is a situation where it's twofold. We're talking. John Morant as an individual. And then we're talking the impacts of social media as a whole. You know, the outlet for that to even be some way for you to speak on, letting anyone and everyone know how you feel at the moment, what you're doing at the moment, what you're eating at the moment, how, what, you're, what you're typing at the moment, what pictures you've just displayed at the moment and how it impacts society and more importantly our kids the surgeon general just put out a report okay and he was saying like the impact of social media on our children is detrimental yeah it's unsafe yeah you think it's harmless and i and i mentioned this in the, in the group chat you know the war room was earlier this week like People think it's all the all the kids who are under fifteen are just doing Snapchat, making smiley faces and weird pictures of themselves. And this is what I look like as a baby, and this is what I look like if I was bald headed, and and all these distorted faces. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. And it's chipping away younger and younger every day. And the studies have shown it. So 
even if you don't have a kid or you had a kid 20 years ago or you had a kid yesterday and you don't have a 5 to 10 to 15 year old now, then you don't know what's really popping as we speak. And unfortunately, your children are being susceptible to feeling loved at every moment, liked at every minute, paid attention to at every second, or else. I, I, I have a question. Um, I have a question for the group. Um, and I'll start with Irv. Uh, do, do you feel as if society is getting worse and social media is reflecting it or social media is making society worse? It's both. I mean, we, we're, they're contributing to one another. It's almost like they have like a synergy, I guess, <clears throat> for lack of a better term. Um, it, it's like Hex was saying, it's, it's this generation is uh, so in a hurry to publicize their lives in real time. Um, it's that important for everybody to see what you're doing or what the newest craze is. And unfortunately we as a society can't seem to get enough of it. I mean, it's like the, well, you know, certain people can't seem to get enough of it. That's why they, they can make the money. That's why it has the popularity that it has. It's, I mean, it's, this is one of them to me, the, the genie's already out of the bottle type of thing. So, I don't know how you can put it back. It's not like you're going to who's is it going to be federally restricted? Is the government or the states going to do something? To, um, like Hex was saying, part of what the Surgeon General was saying was that, that you should limit the time that the kids uh, have. Like they should only be able to do it in, in spurts for maybe like an hour or, or hour and a half or so. And right. Take regular breaks in intervals as well. But again, how, are you going to be sitting there policing? Because a lot of the times those – I, I Those think are your this, work hours. I think this is pertinent to the John Morant situation, but not only that, but the, the some in a lot of these cases, the parents are just as active on social media, media as, as the kids. kids are. So how is it that you, Speak unless you have parental it. controls and your own self-control, how is it that you're going to be able to police them? Yeah, yeah, man. You know, <clears throat> Hex and I had a, a talk this week, you know, off-pod, and, uh, you know, and just, just the you know, one-on-one, I say mono e mono kind of talk about life. And the problem that I think that I think we mutually, and I'm, I'm speaking for myself, but Hex can weigh in on this in a little bit. One of the problems that I had was, okay, it's a situation where I think that there's so much sensitivity now that we can't get right back down to the bottom line, Okay. The bottom line of what's right and what's wrong. Because when you start to talk to people, there becomes this gray area of you can't talk to him like this because maybe he's going through something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this is what this is that and the other. And I understand that sensitivity. Believe me. I definitely understand it. As a as a parent, I understand that there could be a gray area that we don't really see. However, there is still the bottom line. And there's still things that have to be done. So when you take that away from me to to be a guide to someone, because there's a little bit of tough love that has to go into all this. And when you start and when you start to temper that for me, then I no longer know how to execute my knowledge as a man. Mm. 
Okay, I don't. I understand. There's a certain sensitivity that we got to kind of, we got to kind of uh, at least. I wouldn't say coddle, but we need to at least <laughs> understand and hear out a person. Mm-hmm. But then, when it comes to a situation, when bullshit is bullshit, then we got to say it's bullshit. Okay, and then we got to say, hey, this is what's at stake. If I can't talk to a young man like that, then I can't talk to him at all, okay? There seems to be a cushion right now in society that says, I have to preface what I say to you before I say it because I might actually hurt your feelings. Speak on it. Okay? But then I can't be the true man that I was. We all had depressions. We all had soft spots. We all had learning, but we had some people. And I talk about, and Hex and I talked about this week, I talk about the John Thompson of the world who actually cultivated an Allen Iverson, okay? So everything that you see with Allen Iverson now is tempered by a man who said, hey, what you're doing is shit. But then ultimately he rose above that. But what happens is when we can't even say that now, I have to preface it by maybe I got to think about what you're going through and where you came from. And before I say this, this is what I have to say. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you as a man who's gone through certain discomforts, certain um, as a, a young a man who had parents who were immigrants that came to this country and had to learn on the hop. And I'm telling you that it's going to be okay. But at the end of the day, there's certain things we cannot do. Well, see, we tell you one of the things that's the problem. The kids aren't hearing whatever you're going through is going to be okay consistently. When we came up, we had the more you know, the after-school specials. It was things that was trying to tell you, man, look, if you think about doing smoking cigarettes, don't try that. Hey, if you think about skipping school, mm-hmm. don't do that. If you think about depression and killing yourself and suicide, don't do that. Here's the number. We had the TV shows that went with it. Here's the episode where so and so did what blah blah, you know, and they and then they saved them, right? We we had those things because that was a culture that said if we don't cultivate those who are next, we won't have those who are next. And and unfortunately, right now what we have is <clears throat> with social media. As I showed y'all this clip this week, shout, <laughs> shout out to T K Kirkman. All day. Shout out, to T- King. Shout out to T.K. Kirkland, the comedian. He made a comment on Drink Champs, and he was like, mm, he's a life coach. <laughs> he just yes, The he kids is. are listening to grown folks' conversation. Yeah. Indeed. And the problem with social media is that's what happens. They get whatever they're also listening. They're, they're scrolling, whatever they normally click on. They get that, but they also get sprinkles of grown-up shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and not to call John Morant a kid, he's not. To put two conversations together, in one hand, he is a young man who is dealing with the overwhelming sensation of being cared about and paid attention to. So when he so the season's over, and he's decided, nigga, pay attention to me. Y'all always pay attention to me, and they're like, dog, it's, it's y'all, y'all y'all lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, no, no, what I got to do? What do I have to do to make you pay attention? And he just caught himself to realize, oh, you got to put yourself in a position to look like a fool with a brand new shoe deal 
nigga, really? Come on, bruh. I rock with you. My son, man, every time we play ball, and he's like, I'm Ja. And I just, over the last two weeks, had to be like, even I, I let the first one go. And he was aware of the first one. My son ate. You know what I'm saying? I let the first one go. But the second one, he he's like, well, he got in trouble again, Dad? I'm like, bruh, he making poor decisions. And it was so funny that T. Kerry Kirkland kept mentioning in, his, in this interview on Drink Champs, people making poor choices. Yeah, You know what? There's... Uh, there's too much influence going on with, I don't want to say just the kids, but with people in general, especially when it comes to social media. There's too much influence. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you were younger, you had your friends who you rock with. Right. And then you had your parents. That was the influence. You might have TV. Mm-hmm. You might have a few shows on TV every now and then. You know, you watch a show, oh, I like those shoes, or, you know, oh, I like the way they dress, or, you know, whatever they said. But now there's a constant influence of people who don't care about the ramifications of their influence. Mm-hmm. They don't care at all. They care about shock value. They care about attention. So they'll do anything they can to get that. But kids don't understand that. They'll see a challenge or they'll see a trend or they'll see something that's, you know, something that's popping online. And they'll see that and be like, oh, I need to do that. It's like, no. Why do you need to do that? Because they're getting attention. That's the currency now. Attention is currency. You better know it. And the second that attention turned into money, that's what shit went left. And, and Jay, I just want I just want to piggyback. I big want to piggyback real quick on what you're saying. There is a social media maturity that we have to adapt. Okay, once you get to a certain age, to be honest with you, there's a social media. You have a so if if this is, if this is here to stay then there's a maturity that you have to understand that, hey, I need to back off, I need to season it, I need to, because in every generation there was a maturity of a level of something that was coming new mm-hmm. that e- that you would say, hey, I'm not going to engage with this beyond this point. But, but it just seems to be like it's just leaning on. You know what? There's a point. So, um, with my kids, especially you know, with my oldest, um, there's a point where you have to tell your kids. I don't know about y'all, but verbatim, I've had to tell each of my kids, each of my daughters, this is not real. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all had to do this. Oh, you had to tell your kids, social media is not real. <laughs> like the stuff that they're doing, like the stuff that they do on YouTube and these challenges and the things that they do, like this is made up. Like they'll do something and then they'll cut, mm-hmm. and then they'll go back and, and then they'll edit. edit and they'll do the, and that's what this is. And they had no clue. It's like you have to coach your kids on what's going on, because so, they don't understand. They don't. They Be- see it and they think it's real. Oh, you because, think because it's perfect, it's, it's perfect. Because right. At, because at school, someone said it's popping, and the first one to say it. And the second one to co-sign it makes it all that everybody else needs. That's all everybody. That's all. That's all everybody else needs. All right. So let me address a couple of things real quick. For one, um, I'm the person that everybody says like, "Yo, why are you being so stickling about the word that that's being used? Like, like everything ain't so somatic. Like, nigga, stop being so somatic about." But somatics are intentions. And if you don't understand those intentions, mm. then you you dare to harm the people after you mm. who don't have the feeling you have in the moment and later on understand 
the wordings and how they are felt later on. It matters, yeah. So to me, it matters. So I understand I'm the semantics nigga. I get that. Understand this about certain fights that we will have within the group sometimes. And there are fights about where we want to go. There are fights about how I want to, how any of us want to be represented in the moment. Um, I never want to feel like, I never want kids nowadays to feel like I felt in the moment when I felt alienated by a group who felt like uh, we just would never get it. And that's how I felt about um, the baby boomers. I felt that they thought that because we got computers that we were just never going to get it. And I don't want to take that that future opportunity for this group and let them feel like they're not capable of grasping it and putting it together. Go ahead. The 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 biggest difference between what's going on and I think I feel like it's a detriment, especially with the Josh situation. If you look at him and and I don't it's kind of I don't like to talk about relationships with fathers too much. But if you look at his relationship with his father, you can kind of see. I was getting see, to that going, I, I, was getting, I was getting to that. I was, I, 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 it's, it's, this is difficult. This is difficult for me. If you see the relationship with his father, you can tell that there's a close gap in, I don't want to say maturity, in, age. in perspective. Yeah, no, in age. Not age. no, no, no. We're not talking about age. It's perspective. We're talking about perspective yeah, it's, and it, understanding. They have a closeness in their perspective. So with his pops, he understands, like, if let's just say I'm in nigga, you doing the Dougie on the sideline? That's what I'm saying. Let's just say uh, my 18 year old or my eight year old they're doing something and it's popping. I n- I don't need to get on so I don't feel the need to get on social media and be like I need to be popping too. I don't feel that you do whatever it is you're doing mm-hmm. and we're gonna videotape whatever. But with the proximity that we have now with the generations, our generation a little bit younger with our kids, we're both figuring this thing out. So that makes it even more difficult. Like Jr. was saying, we're but we're figuring this social media thing out. Well, I'm, um, I don't want to seem like I'm condoning no, no, any anybody's behavior, right? The first thing I want to say is, to me, John Moran is not a, a grown man yet. Thank he, you. He, he okay. to me, is still a, he's still young, a fucking child, young, immature man. man. I'm not going to yeah. say call him child, but you're right. He's you're closer right. to being there than being a grown man, mm-hmm. and, and he's not making grown man decisions at this time. And just right. because you give somebody millions of dollars isn't going to automatically make them a mature, responsible adult. I agree. Um, I'm not here to speak upon the example that is being set by his pops, but he's, uh, to me, it's more of I'm, I'd rather be your friend than be your 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 father. And I, right. you know, I'm one of the first ones that I will say there's a huge difference. I mean, that's just me. I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm right. not, never going to be one to tell somebody else how to parent their own kid. But I have no desire to be my child's I'm not your friend. Friend. Mm-hmm. I'm not your friend at, at all. Then once you are a grown person, then we can start talking about friendships. But part of his immaturity is watching what the example that's being set for him. Now, unfortunately. His time is is like you said, it's social media, being on TikTok, uh, doing the songs, and and my problem with the whole thing is asking what exactly did he do that was illegal. Now I understand that 
it, he did something that maybe the job had an issue with because that's what this was about. This was him being punished. He's by, not in any legal trouble at all. Right. He, this was about him being punished by the NBA, right. which created this entire situation. It's, like like this was alluded to earlier. He here's what it says, which is the patron state of shooting stuff and he, open carry and everything else. So. If you're a product of the environment, and this is what a certain segment of our country prides itself oh, on, yeah. is Second gun amendment. ownership. Second Amendment. Yep. So I- explain to me again what exactly, and I know I'm not saying if we're going to having a role model conversation. Uh, here's what it is. Here's what it is. And I don't mean, bro, this is, a, this is on everything. Here's what happened, bro. He doesn't get this. You know how we talking about Bobert and the Christmas cards? Bitch, you sitting with a gun. With a Christmas card. But that's glorified. Hold, hold, no, 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 hold on. I'm talking about the fact that we sit there and say, can you believe this bitch? <laughs> Did we? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. And then here we have John Morant, and we're like, dude, you that dude. You the bunny hop, quick step, jump, dread dude. Bruh, you got, why are you in the club? Uh, and, and here's the real, here's the whole point at the end of the day besides making mistakes. And we get it. Bruh, I'm with you on making mistakes. Trust me, as a young man. But what I want to say is, dude, do you not get this factor? No one else is doing that. Have you not caught that factor? Nigga, there's not one more dude. There's not one more guy who's on tape posting it his motherfucking self. Are you kidding me? To put yourself in a position to lose all of what you work for. And you're the only one who told somebody you were doing that. Let me ask you a question. God. And I, I'm with you on the illegal thing, right? I'm with you the 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 Second Amendment. It is legal. He hasn't broken any laws. There was no TMZ. There was. No, he hasn't broken any laws at all, right? I have. Right? Yeah. He hasn't yes. broken any laws. Can we we can we can at let's all establish that baseline. Okay. So let me ask you a question. So. What do you what do you wear at your job? What what articles do you wear? Is it is it business casual? Is it business business casual? I, I wear, yeah. I wear yeah. a suit. You wear a suit? Yeah. Okay, a suit. hold on. Mm-hmm. Wear a suit. Mm-hmm. Is it illegal to wear Timberlands and jeans and uh 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 basketball no. jersey and a back backwards hat? No, it's not illegal. Let's would you would, illegal. you would you wear that to work? Some rules. Would you wear that to work? I wouldn't wear it to work. Why not? It's not legal. Because it's not appropriate. Oh. At, at work. Yes. At work. Yes. At work. If, no, if no, I'm no, sitting no. in the car. Uh, hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. Don't hear this one. Everybody had a picture of them. I'm about to go. I'm about to go. I'm about to go. If you don't post it, we don't know. I'm about to go. Hold on. So you wouldn't do that at work. Right. Okay. Does John Morant ever get paid for anything he does on social media? No. Yes, he does. I don't know. I don't know. That I don't know. Yes, he does. Athletes get paid. You mean other stuff? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for the other stuff. That is yes. part. That, that is their image. Yes. The, the Memphis Grizzlies stuff. He gets paid. The image gets their money, right? So right. That's, that's part of their job. Okay. So he's at his job when he's on social media. Mm-hmm. It's different between us. Us as regular folk, we can we don't get any of that shit. So we can post on social media all day. We don't get no money for it. It's, it's no ramifications. Oh, we don't represent anybody when we go on social media. Uh huh. But what if what if, I, and but we, what, what ain't if nobody I'm, snorting coke? What if and I'm working for the NRA? Nobody's no, no, no. What if I'm nobody's holding a gun? Hold on. No, no. He's being punished by the NBA right now, right? 
He it's the, he work he work not right now he work he work not right now he's but, not but but, but he but he worked for the he worked for the NBA right right now the facilities, now, the facilities he worked, are closed he worked for the NBA okay <laughs> he does not work for the NBA he oh, works okay. for the Memphis Grizzlies who okay. are part of the NBA, okay. NBA. the National Basketball Thank you. okay Let's okay but he does not from. he does not work for the NRA no. Right. No. So, Actually, so, so we don't what, know. So, so what? No. So what I'm <laughs> true. So what, Let's what be I'm factual. Is, what <laughs> I'm saying is, if I am a man, your obligation is to what you've committed to. Okay. So, your 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 everything that's coming back right right now is you could come up with all. The, see, the problem is with calling with these excuses. That's why when, when, when you we sign, have an acute when, conversation. When you, when you sign up for something, man. Damn. Honor what you sign up for, dude. And, and I'm not going to bail you out of this. I'm not going to bail you out of the idea if, that if, you're here, oh, you're young and you're – no. there was something in this contract that said that he couldn't have a gun or he – And put it online. I'm, I'm, I understand that, it. That's you are absolutely all right. right. But if there is nothing in the paperwork that says anything about that, again, God, nobody has gotten me past <laughs> I love it. what is the law that he broke. And, and I get right. that – ha- right. No. Put it this the, way. And, and no one is accused of him breaking the law. It's worse than the law. He's been accused of breaking – the stop. common sense stop. rules. Stop, stop, stop. Who stop. tells what stop. they do in private? Hex, hex, stop, stop. I'm going to say something really uncomfortable, and I want everybody to just understand where I'm going with this. Okay. <sighs> what John Morant is doing is breaking what Bill Cosby went through with all of our favorite comedians. You don't have to do this. And I want to say this not because... Bill Cosby was wrong for saying this. It's because he overstepped because of other things he did. He was trying to say to Richard Pryor, he was trying to say to Eddie Murphy, he was trying to say to all these younger comedians, you don't have to do this. Now, what he said was not necessarily wrong. The problem was what we learned later and everything else and about the fact that you're blowing up creativity that came across. John Morant, is not breaking laws. What he's doing is screwing other kids who have opportunities in the future for being able to be the face, because this is what we haven't said to everyone that's listening right now. The face of the NBA is something that comes to, that is most appropriately reported to a American kid who can be one of the greatest ever out there. It doesn't mean that they're the greatest ever. It just means right now you get a chance to be the guy. And there aren't English, American-speaking children out there who are the head of the NBA. What he's doing is making it harder to market those kids. So let's not get into the whole legality of this, that, and the other. That's a part of what it is, but the problem really is about what are you representing for the young black man in America who's trying to be this thing, who has the opportunity to be this thing. He's not the worst kid. He's not He's not the baddest kid out there. And he's definitely not the one he's representing in front of these people, in front of $5 um, strip clubs who snuck in a gun. You're not dope. You're not hard. I've been in strip clubs with way more guns in smaller places. You're not that kid. But again, what he is showing you is that his heights were never dreamt of being this high. 
And he never understood that he could be this big. And he never understood how to carry that. And that's also what his father reflects. Mm. So let's be clear on what we're saying about him. It's not to say you're a bad kid. It's not to say you're a bad grown man. It's not to say that you are harming anyone. What you're doing is you're detracting the opportunities of future people to be able to get something so immediately that should be available to them if you had simply thought about people aside from you. Because even the people hanging on your coattails are losing money with the decisions you're making and you are carrying all of them. And as somebody who has family from South Carolina, I can tell you there aren't as many opportunities for those people that people don't know the names of, even if they know their IGs, that are losing money because you're making these decisions. That's to me that that last statement was was rang more true. It, it, it's it's about it's more about the people that are losing money. Uh, I, I don't think that his behavior is affecting anybody behind him. The only person that John Morant is fucking is John Morant right now. Because the next John Morant, if yes. if he was available right now and there was people that could put money behind him, this John Morant will be forgotten or or step to the side and be a regular NBA journeyman, and the next guy would step in this place that they can market. Until this guy becomes responsible for himself and his actions when he's mature enough to understand what is the right and wrong thing to do, when he's mature enough to understand what what is the right and wrong place to be in, he's going to continue to make these mistakes, unfortunately. So when when, when he gets to the point where I I understand the level of responsibility I have, and, and again, the amount of money that you make does not make you a mature individual that makes good decisions. At all. And when you make more money, I, I, I got to say it, when you make more money than your folks do, how much mm-hmm. is it talk that about your it. folks are going to well, be talking about? Here, here's the, here's the, here's the issue, though, Irv. Have, so. Irv, for real. This is this is sad because it's not his fault. No, it's With, not a blame. It, no, no, well, no, no, no. This no, is the reality no, 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 of what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, because of how the media game works, he happens to be hot enough to matter. And if he and if he didn't matter, because guess what? There's a bunch of other dudes doing something similar, and they really don't even matter right now. And so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so what happens? He's just that big. He can't. He's an underdog. Mm-hmm. The dude who nobody was giving a scholarship to coming out of high school. He was playing in a in a. He was he was shooting ball in another in the in the extra gym when there was an AAU tournament going on. He had no scholarships. And what happened is Damon Lillard is that guy that you just said. He, he, he don't do none of this. Shit. He had a. I, I'm not. It's he not, don't it's do not none the of background. that. You, I'm but, just defining who he is for those <laughs> who don't know. For those who don't know, the story is he didn't have a scholarship at all, right? And got one because he was playing ball. And you're making excuses for no. Him. It's yeah. not at all. No, no. I'm, I'm giving you a backdrop. I, I, I'm with Damon Lillard all day. Come on, we mistake. Come on, I'm with all day. Don't get it confused. I'm a hoop dude. <laughs> But I'm saying that for those who don't know who he actually is, because you know most people don't actually have a clue, and he just happens to be a great NBA player now. It, it's it, like voila! And all I'm saying is he's a guy who was an underdog who has, as KG mentioned a couple of times, his father. As you see the guy, have you noticed this? Is anybody else's dad at the game? <laughs> At every game, yes, everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. Sitting courtside, just his dad. Come on, his dad is the one being demonstrative and jumping and trying to act like he's the young. You just 
You miss your, you, no, we're yeah. saying the same thing. We're saying the same Let's thing. Not, I said it's anybody else's dad sitting at the damn game. Mental no issue. No. Ain't nobody else game at the game, but his dad. But his dad acting a fool. Like a fool. Exactly. Say the next. We're song. saying. Yeah, 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 so I, I don't agree. I, I simply want to say, how long did John? You don't. Rand, he don't have an example. John Rand stay in Memphis. Was it? Was it? Was it Memphis? It's a small enough was, city that it was. No, but but how long did he stay in college? He was at. He wasn't was in Memphis. Th- he was at three Two years. years? He, was, yeah, he wasn't at Memphis. Marquette. No, sorry. He went to Murray. He went to, he went to Murray, Murray State. State. How many long? How long? I think he was there three, three years. years. Three years. Okay. Cool. Okay. Because so, his his coach found him at an AAU game or something. So, so he, like he said, he wasn't highly recruited. It, it, yeah. He didn't get a single scholarship. Any two star recruit. But what happened was they went to the NCAA tournament and he and he completely showed up. So at the end of the day. There is a level, and whether y'all like it or not, we talk about the Don Chaney's, we talk about the, uh, you know. John Thompson. John Thompson's. We talk about it. There's something to be said for those years of development. I know he say three years, but it's something to be said about about that, that, that coach. And, and people, we overestimate it. We overestimate the idea, oh, well, he's, we went there and he – there's something to be said about those conversations that happen beyond that 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 come beyond something that's whatever. There's something to be said about it Bruh. because it's something to be said about how, how many y- beard, how many y'all know Rosa Parks? The Bush beards. There's how, something to be said name about, right now. About, how many people on on this pod knows who Rosa Parks is? Okay, tell me what her job was. Exactly, she was a that's, secretary. She had done secretary work. She also did dressmaking. The the most important thing is that. It doesn't matter what your job was when you make a statement that changes the world. And it's not on him to change the world. I oh. And that's what I'm trying to explain and respect about everything that Irv was just saying about him. Yes, it's not everything about that. But this is why this is so important. I'm not talking about John Morant because he made a decision. I'm talking about John Morant because the decisions he's making are making world changing decisions. Hey man, I'm I'm, and, I'm, 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 I'm tell you what, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm sorry, but yeah, uh, we've run over. We run um, over this segment. I did not know this was. <laughs> I did I not did. know this. Jog, was get it together, bro. Yes, yeah, that's facts. Please get it together. Um, we love watching you play ball, and we love the fact that you're successful, and, and we, we want you to be yeah. even and more. We want you to be a beast. We want to see you. Yeah. But at the same time. But don't time, tell on yourself. Yeah, I don't care if you keep doing I'm going to put it out there. Oh, I, and I hate to say that part. Because everybody's doing what they do. But I don't care if you if you do what you do. Stop telling the world you're doing it. Okay? Dexter. Oh, boy. I could go down a list of people who've done wrong. Well, how about. I who did not tell the world. But somehow other people told I, I on them. But the, you don't, have, don't tell on yourself, bruh. You know, and I'm going to tell you they do wrong. To be a sneak, but I'm telling you, don't be your own worst enemy. You don't. You don't have to. You don't Shit. have to. You don't have to go down a list of people to tell that. But I need you to go through your shoutouts. Heck, shoutouts. Shout out to my daughter. Her last little volleyball. No Lola. They ain't won a game. <laughs> they lost again today. Before I came. <laughs> they lost again today, man. They won some games, but they ain't won the match. You got to win two out of three to win the. We're gonna get you. We're gonna and build. We're and gonna build. we got two more opportunities, and that's next week. And I just, I and first of all, shout out to her for all the, because she put up points. She served. She put points up. But we got it. We need a whole team. Got to take a whole. We got to take a, a whole mighty fist. Strike a blow. Strike a blow. And so shout out, shout out to her. 
shout out to shout out to my man Gunner. Uh Gun. Gun. Whatever's going on, bro, keep fighting. Love you, bro. Whatever you're yeah. dealing with, keep yes, sir. keep keep yes, sir. trying. Love you, boy. Whatever's got you away, keep keep you know, fight. Just keep, keep fight. praying. Keep praying. You know? Mm. Yeah. Um shout out to y'all for being here. Shout out to those who listen. Shout out to those who care about making things different, making having a conversation about it. We can't we're not changing. We're having a conversation to make out make people involved and, and consistently know that there are other people who have the same conversations and wants and desires and, and questions and 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 enjoy the dialogue about it. Yep. So shout out to UDK. Yes, sir. Herb, shout out. A shout out to DJ Thunder and Powerhouse Radio. Uh, you know, I definitely got to shout out my urbanators, yeah. man. I want to give a special burr, shout burr, out burr, to burr, my burr. pops, man. He's uh, um, patiently trying to wait for some some medical stuff to occur. Love you, pops. Uh, hopefully, yeah, keep man. your sure. patience, keep your head about you. Um, we almost at the finish line, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, I want to shout out my oldest daughter. I want to shout out anybody that's graduating in this yeah. season. Um, but go. especially you, babe. I'm so 23? proud. 23? Of you making it happen, babe. I want to shout out my youngest daughter. She just uh, had her first surgery <laughs> today, which is just um, hanging there. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster, but she's doing well. Yes. And um, mm-hmm. I want to shout out. I uh, got a shout out to like uh, Jr. Said it earlier. I want to shout out Tina Turner. Um, her all day. Her uh, uh, effect on the music industry has just been remarkable. Mm-hmm. Her life story is just remarkable. Just want to shout 83. out to a true artist. And I also want to shout out uh, Jim Brown, his family. All day. Um, yeah. You know, I had the chance to to see some of the, what what some people would call the greatest running back that ever ran. That's so, you know, just want to shout out to Absolutely. anybody that's lost uh, loved ones and uh, to, to keep your head up and keep yourself prayed up. And shout out to the UDK podcast, bro. Sir. KG, shout out. Um, I want to get, give a shout out to people who have the opportunity to understand their worth. Um, for the John Morant of the world and other people, just understand that if no one knows your name, you're online and you're listening to other people and you're just trying to figure out your way, what's important is that you understand your worth, your opportunity for you to figure out yourself. Forget about how that'll change the world. Forget about everything that has anything to do with uh, growing further than that. It's about you. You be you. Everything else is happenstance and the accreditations that can come after that. Only be you. Um, We have plenty of opportunities out here to look at other examples and try to be like them. And that's great if you want to search for that. But your real opportunity is to live your best life. And I want to fight for everyone who wants to fight for their own best life. And everything after that, let it fall by the wayside. It's not your responsibility. Indeed. J.R. Shout Hey, um, I just want to, again, you know I like to piggyback off people, but what KG has said about finding your way. And there's a particular, shout out to all my brothers, but there's a brother right now that came into this, and I'm looking at him right now. He came into this pod tonight with a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, when you talk about John Morant, you talk about whatever, uh, buckle up, brother, because there's something called life that's coming in, and it's going to come at you quick. It's going to come at you in waves and waves, and you're going to still have to stand up and be that man, and you're not going to be able to just brush it off by waving a gun. You're not going to be – you're going to have to deal with the live fire, okay? And I have a brother who came in here today, and when I saw him come in here today, it was a lot going on, okay? But he told me he was going to dust it off and he was going to get it done. There was times during the intermission where I could see it was weighing on him. But he came in, he got it done. Shout out to everybody who just hangs in there through adversity and still has to put that best foot forward, put that best face forward because that's what it, that's what it takes to be a man, okay? It's not how many likes you get on social media. It's that I'm going to finish the job that I've dedicated myself to start, okay? And at the end of the day, I give a shout-out to my brother who's held it and he knows who he is. And, and Jay, I just want to end it on that, man. Mm. Easy. All day. What's your shout-outs? I'm not following that. Shout out to anybody who's ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark a safe for later. Like, oh shit, this shit is dope. They send somebody to listen to it. Oh shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're gonna do this next week. I'm I will try to be here. I don't know. But we will do this next week because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U D K. Before I let them burn, I couldn't say yeah, you was concerned, but I'm out waiting for, it's all but a game, I know that you need more, it's all on your face, it's telling me just say you love me. Like you, uh, try. Try. Try.